Good morning, everybody. Happy Halloween. It's very close to Halloween. <laughs> and this did is... Did you like the way I was trying to be scary? It didn't sound scary, though, did it? You're I'm so, way too jovial. You're so jovial. <laughs> I don't think you could be scary if you tried. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I don't think you could be scary if you tried. I really don't, now that I think about it. Gage scared me this morning, yep. just sitting there. I came around the corner and goes, boo. You were scared by a five-year-old. <laughs> I don't like surprise jump outs. You know this. Jump scares. Jump scares. I don't like Nobody them. likes jump scares. Ain't nobody like it. Ain't nobody liking them. You know well, what? My legs are tore up from mosquito bites. Well, that's what you get when you live in the country. Or when we Jeep ride with the top down. That is true. Jeep ride with top down. At I night. mean, can mosquitoes fly against like the Jeep speed like that? I've been told that mosquitoes, um, if everything else on the earth died, mosquitoes would still be living. That's crazy. Because they're, they're like prehistoric or whatever. That's um, crazy. So, here we are sitting on our front porch yes. doing a little intro to this episode. Yes. We wanted to give everybody um, a little update on Alita's bullying situation. <laughs> yes. And we're not making fun of bullying we're by not, any means. By any means. But it by is, any means. I do actually kind of feel bullied. I do feel like these guineas, these chicken velociraptors. For sure they sense your fear. Yeah, and yours too. I think you're a little bit scared too. I'm so not scared. I will. I'm scared. I'm not a scared. I will eat one of these guineas. <laughs> You'll really teach them. I'll teach them. I'll show. Them. I'll eat one of them in front of the others <laughs> to show them a lesson. But, so we go up to walk. We walk every morning, same place, same town, same things. Country road. Yes. Take me home to the place where I belong. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, so anyway, um, we go up the driveway, and he goes, oh, no, like that. And I'm like, what? He's like, "There's gu- the guineas are we're, back. We're, a, we're at least a quarter mile away, and they're waiting in the curb, bend of the curb, in the same kudzu, waiting for us. It was terrifying. I said, we're not going that way. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, I'm for sure serious. So we turn the other way. Which is all uphill. <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome for the workout. So we turn the other way, and he says, or we're walking, and all of a sudden I hear this crazy sound. sounds like a bear is charging in the woods. I jump into his arms, possibly sprain my hamstring muscle. So this is the place we live. A beautiful, winding country road, paved, deciduous trees on both sides, Fall colors everywhere, fences and horses and things everywhere, serene. What most people would say is idyllic. Alita's terrified. (laughs) (laughs) It's like walking through a jungle. (laughs) I literally said, I feel like I'm on a Halloween night scare walk or something. You said a Halloween walk. You're like, I'm on a Halloween walk. I was terrified the complete time. But guineas are no joke. They're They're not to be messed with. They're meant to be admired from afar. That's it. Well, oh all right. So long intro to this episode. We want to just put this little cap on it. Give everybody an update on the guinea situation. Yes. Um, we did walk the other way, which turned out to be a great workout. Yeah. Um, okay. So tomorrow morning, uh, we will be walking on the guineas turf again. Hopefully, uh, I will have my camera ready in case there's another incident. I'm going to get it on, on video. You yeah. are awful. But... Um, this, this episode kind of, um, we're, we're piggybacking on the last episode is we called it, uh, uh, fears for the birds part two. And we talk a little more about fear and things like that. 
and uh, this one gets cut off short. You'll notice there's kind of an abrupt ending, and we apologize for that, but <laughs> we're not professional podcasters no. yet, and uh, sometimes things happen, and the audio wasn't he, great. He got real, he got real uh, bunched up about, I went off the rails, I went off topic. Well... It, not too bad. We probably should have just left it in because it would have probably been hilarious, but we did go way <laughs> off topic. Way, way off topic. But anyways, we think it's still a, a good episode based on all the feedback we're getting. You guys like hearing us talk about this stuff, and uh, it's very important to us. So uh, we hope you enjoy, and um, yeah, open the show, honey. Okay, here we go. Podcast time. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome into the Langford Life Podcast. I'm Rodney. And I'm Alita. And this is a podcast about meeting obstacles in life, overcoming, and some other crazy stuff happening, (laughs) going on. (laughs) Just crazy stuff. We're two people who are basically uh, inviting you along on a journey of a really unique situation, both um, finding love after loss and merging seven kiddos together. Uh, we're just wanting to kind of answer everyone's questions about how in the world do you manage all this chaos and crazy um, kind of midlife when you least expect it. So this is all going to be a little bit about our journey, our story, and a lot of freaking hilarious stories. Yep. It's not perfect, but it's the length of life. That's the way we go, yo. That's it. Good morning, Vietnam. Baby, <laughs> what? golly, you could have said anything and not said that. You could What's have, wrong with oh that? Oh my gosh! Right. What's wrong with that? Good morning, Vietnam. Yeah, it's thirty years. <laughs> no, it's probably like thirty-five years old. Old that movie? Yeah, I've never seen it. You've never seen Good Morning <laughs> Vietnam? No. Goodness gracious! Okay, <laughs> let's get going. <laughs> is it a bad movie? Um, no, it's a great movie. I actually think oh. it might have it might have been nominated for Academy Award, and I think it was the one that kind of put Robin Williams kind of on the track. Oh, no. He he wasn't a, just a funny guy. He wasn't he was a serious actor. So hmm. I think that's what it was. Well, I remember it being sad. I saw it when I was a kid. I hadn't seen it in a long time. You're welcome for the flashback, friends. Yeah. Yeah, and in case you are are wondering, yeah, I had no filter as a kid. I got to watch pretty much whatever came on at any time. It was so did uh, I. Yeah, so did I. There's so what's happening? Uh, Well, actually, uh, we need to refocus here, which is what we're going to talk about today. Oh, refocus, refocusing, because last time we talked about your uh, fear of of fowl Mm -hmm. of any birds, and so we said we were going to do. You read that little list off. It's reset, refocus, readjust, and restart. Reset, refocus, readjust, and restart. So we're going to talk about resetting our brains. Like when we have fear and trash in our heads, Mm -hmm. which is what we've been talking about lately. You and I have been talking about that a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to reset our brains. And we've been talking about this with our kids constantly because they're all in sports. Um, A good portion of them is this is really their first year of serious organized sports and it's real easy to get down on yourself and 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 see the the kids that are around you that have been playing for multiple years and and just not give yourself a lot of credit and we've been talking about resetting resetting that mindset resetting our thoughts and so that plays right into whenever you do have a a fear story or something like that that you've 
you've focused on, you've, you've done your fear story work, you've, you've wrote the list, you've burnt the list, you're, you're, you're cleansed of it. Now you have to do something to replace it or it's going to come right back in. It's that apartment. I like how you're like, burn the list. Burn the list. <laughs> it sounds so freaky. It no. works though. It does work. It does work. Um, and, you know, I think that um, we've just had some interesting conversations this weekend mm-hmm. that have been about resetting our minds and resetting, you know, maybe what, like, I want to, I actually kind of was thinking, you know, let's talk relationships. Let's just talk relationships in your life, whether it's family, extended family, friends, you know, a spouse, whatever, a partner. Um, I just feel like you can reset that story. I read this article once that talked about, you know, your kids, when you're talking to your kids, like, you know, we don't treat our 16 year old like, you know, he, he, how he was when he was 10. We've changed, you know, you change those dynamics with somebody. We treat our 11 year old. We don't treat him like, you know, Oh, you're, you're six years old. We treat him like an 11 year old. But as you become an adult, those things kind of stop you know Mm -hmm. you just view someone the same way they are and you don't expect change you don't walk up to somebody and say you're 50 years old and you're acting like a 35 year old you don't do that yeah that's very true that's (laughs) i've never thought about that but kind of when you said reset your brain i was thinking about that because it's like you know we have to be so careful we're not attaching an old story something that happened a year ago to to the here and now to what's happening now And so often we think that, you know, our brains will think, oh, they must be thinking this about me or they must be thinking this about me. And in an effort to feel validated or in an effort to feel justified or to prove them wrong or to whatever it is, we focus on the old story. Mm. What do you think about that? I think this is... uh... I think this is something that we dealt with just this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this is something that I'm learning a lot about is that, and I guess it doesn't just apply to this past weekend, but throughout my life, I know that I would um, have an incident or argument or anything like tends to, tends to focus on negative things is I think what you carry with you more that you paint people with, with, those negative brushes, like you don't, I, maybe if you have like a really great experience, you know, with say you had went to an amusement park with somebody and you're like, Hey, every time I'm with this friend, it's a great time. Yeah. But I think we probably tend to focus on negative stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that I do that. Like if, if I had a run in with, and you know, when I was a contractor and everything, if I had a run in with a contractor, it would, it would paint everything that contractor did. They may be a, a brilliant mm-hmm. drywall installer, but if I had a negative encounter with him, you that know, was on your mind. Oh, that guy's terrible. Well, he's actually yeah. really good at what he does, but because yeah. I had the negative, I would paint him with a negative brush. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I think most people do struggle that. with yeah. that. Yeah, I and I think it's like you know when you find yourselves because you know resetting your mind is like what is the end goal? <clears throat> and we talked about that this weekend. Mm-hmm. What is our end goal for anything that we're doing, whether it's a podcast or or website or you know, our at-home business in Plexus or relationships with family. What is the end goal? And I think the end goal is always to have peace, 
you know, and kind of like to go back to the 60s, peace, harmony, and love, you know. And I'm really doing some throwbacks today. Are you loving this? Yeah, I don't you're know what's going on. You're, you're, uh, um, yeah, you're <clears throat> going back way farther than me, though. <laughs> but, I mean... Hey, you remember really the time the Beatles God... came over? <laughs> you remember that? But just like, I mean, I really feel like our creator, that God just really created us to to not um, not view conflict as a hardship, but to really view it as an opportunity to grow. And I think that when we can come to a place where we get to choose the feelings we have, we can walk into any situation and have peace in our hearts and love for that person. And I think that that's just such a powerful way to reset our brains is that with that tool, you can change almost every single relationship in your life. Um, Of course, there's always the exception to the rule, but you know, it's, I think it's just a powerful thing. Um, I had a friend of mine come over one time and she said, somebody is putting up a fence. Sorry, not somebody. Her neighbor was putting up a fence. And they were putting it on <clears throat> a little bit onto her property. And um, she'd said to me, she said, you know, they're, they're, oh, wait, I'm getting the story all mixed up. She, she was putting up a fence and her neighbor came over to her and said, hey, your fence is on my property. And she's like, no, we had a surveyor come. And they were like, no, you didn't. And didn't believe her. Mm. And so um, as I was talking to her, she was just getting really upset. And she's like, this neighbor is, you know, just being a jerk. And I said, you know, you need to, I, I said, do you want my opinion? And she said, yes. And she's so hilarious. I just love her. And she said, uh, you know, Um, She said, yes, tell me. And so I said, I said, why don't you go over and just say, hey, what would make you feel best about this? Mm -hmm. What can I do to make you feel more comfortable with me putting up a fence? And um, I said, because chances are she just wants more information. Like she's she's feeling out of control. Like she doesn't know what's going on. And I said, if you go over there and just say, hey, what can I do to help help? make you feel more comfortable with this and so she came over the next week she she um she worked with us for a little bit she came over the next week and she's like oh my goodness you know I did it and it worked and she's and she's like you know she offered to the lady said I'll have it surveyed and paid for someone to come out and survey it and so so often what we think is a big problem and like just like people are just being mean or people are being just like just was like in spite of, I'm going to do something, you know, it really is just a lack of control. Maybe they're feeling or anything like that. And so to reset our minds, to think positively for other people is so powerful. Mm. So what you're talking about is basically changing your thoughts about a situation. Yes. Like, you know, you're not, say you and I are about to go to the gym Mm -hmm. and this is, Oh, Monday morning after a long trip, and I'm not really excited about it. Okay. So what I need to do is re-change, refocus my thoughts, mm-hmm. change my thoughts about it. Instead, of, this is a this is a burden on me. Yeah. Like this is a get to. I get to go to the gym. I get to improve myself, and I get mm-hmm. to. So I got to refocus, and that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, and I think like bringing that picture into your mind of. What does it feel like to be the size you want to be? Mm-hmm. What does it feel like to be as healthy as you want to be? Mm-hmm. Like, what does that guy feel like? Well, that guy's yeah. excited. That guy's like looking in the mirror and like, boom, this is happening. Yeah. You know? And I think that we get lost in the process and we get 
we get frustrated and we get, you know, ungrateful and our frequency tunes down. So there's a few ways you can upgrade, up level, move your mindset that I think are really helpful to resetting your mind. And that's number one is just change your self-talk, which we've talked about Mm -hmm. a lot. Yep. Uh, what to say when you talk to yourself by Shad Hemstutter, best book, uh, one of the best books I ever read. Yeah, changed my life. Yeah, it's so good. And I'm going to add to that to say, what are you thinking about? What is your self talk? Because so many people don't even know. Hands up over here, like both hands in the air. I don't really always know even what I'm thinking until you're like, "What's wrong?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh, I need to pay attention to what I'm thinking about." Mm-hmm. And so. I think it's just focusing on that, changing your self-talk um, about that. And and in turn, changing what you're saying. You know, what are you saying with your, what are you confessing? You know, what are you talking about? Um, are you saying like, oh, I want, I don't want to go to the gym today. You know, it's changing that too in the process of that. So uh, is there anything you want to add? Well, you know, since we were kind of, we're talking about, changing your attitude, change your focus. We started out talking about changing your attitude towards people and then kind of morph that into just basically changing your attitude about anything. Um, you know, your tongue is an amazing thing. It's a, it's a two-edged sword. It can be used for crea- creation. It can be used for destruction. It can uh, bring life. It can bring death. Your tongue, mm-hmm. the power of life and death is in the tongue. It's mm-hmm. a creative force. And our brain is a computer and it does whatever the thing is like four trillion calculations per second. It's just this amazing thing that no one's quite ever been able to duplicate, you know, in machine, but our tongue programs our brain and what we say Mm -hmm. out loud verbally, it affects our brain. Like it really does reprogram our brain and, you know, speaking those things over, negative situations speaking positivity into your life does work yeah it absolutely works that's really really good um that's what i would add to it is like if you find yourself in a situation it happens to me all the time find yourself in a situation where things just aren't kind of going right or you're starting to get a bad attitude uh this happens to me if i'm if i'm creating doing a project uh, like a woodworking project or something like that and i start i start finding myself starting to make mistakes Mm-hmm. That's when I, that t- I break the tongue out. It's like, come on, Rod. Yeah. You know, focus on what you're doing. You've got this. You're smart. Mm-hmm. You know how to do this. You know how to read a tape measure. You know, <laughs> and and it's simple and it's silly, but mm-hmm. it helps. But it works. Yeah, it helps. I agree. And you know, I we're trying to put this in our boys right now. It's like when they hit hit that football field. It's like you know, you you know you are a warrior. You're brave. Mm-hmm. You're you know you're fast. You're strong. You know, and getting that into their heads that you know they're they're reprogramming their brain to know they they can do what they're setting out to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think we kind of, kind of took some curves and things around the topic, but I think that's when we're dealing with people, it's the same thing. You know, um, <laughs> you and I were talking about, uh, there was a, at a ball game, there was a person that was maybe not acting the best mm-hmm. and, uh, was being a little off and you and I maybe joked a little bit about that person. And then we turned around and you said, I'm so sorry. And you just said it, you said it to yourself, but it was to, to put yourself in a mode of, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You put that out there to that person. I'm sorry. Uh, 
you know, your behavior made me <laughs> say things about you that probably weren't nice. You know, yeah, it's, it, it makes a difference. You know, the things we say, yeah. even if they're just to ourselves. I know. I told you, I was like, I whispered, I was sorry to that person yeah. afterwards because I'm, I'm, you know, I've done a lot of work to just really remember that everybody has a. Hey, everybody, Rodney here. Hope you guys enjoyed that. We sure enjoyed it making it. We really enjoy making this podcast and we appreciate all the the feedback, the reviews. We are a five-star rated uh, podcast on iTunes thanks to you guys and we appreciate it so much and we are uh, we are looking at for 2021. We're really going to dig into this podcast and really grow it and um, and do a lot of things. There's going to be some exciting things coming from Alita and I on on this podcast and there're going to be some changes taking place in the next few weeks and um so um bear with us as we make those changes but it's going to be awesome i think everybody who is stuck with us this whole time will really really uh, be excited about it and enjoy it and um we just want to thank you all everybody for uh listening for commenting for sharing um it's really 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 cool how this thing is growing and um alita and i both feel like we have something to say we've been through um some pretty tough stuff and come out, you know, on the other side of it and are living a, a life that we're working hard to build, you know, and it's the life we want. And uh, we just want to share that message. And, um, we thank you guys for listening and have a great, great, great week. Are we on? We are on. Yes. We are on. Please excuse the um, ocean waves crashing gently in the background. And the gentle breeze blowing through the palm. Yeah. <laughs> we're literally sitting on the ocean on our anniversary. In celebration mode. We're not sitting on the ocean. We're sitting on the beach. By Near the ocean. the ocean. In Mexico. And we thought we need to do a podcast and kind of talk about our year in review and mm -hmm. talk about, um, really kind of talk to you, especially if you're in a season of waiting. Maybe you've got divorced. Or you've lost somebody or for situations beyond your control, you find yourself alone and you're in a season of waiting. Um, we wanted to just bring hope for that too and just kind of talk about, you know, just the miracles that have taken place. Tell them about your analogy about miracles. Remember you said that to me the other day, you're like, it's like a, it's like a chessboard. Well, Alita. you know, um, coming from, coming from a, a very devout Christian background, you know, miracles are talked about almost as like miracles in the Bible, you know, water into wine, these really supernatural things. And what I was telling Alita was that, you know, miracles sometimes are like as small as movements on a chessboard. And we just got through watching, what was the name of that show? Queen Gambit. The Queen's Gambit. So I was really into chess analogies that week. <laughs> really brought it. But anyways, you know, I was talking about, you know, our... Mine and her coming together are is a was a miracle. Mm -hmm. Is a miracle. Um, we have so many things, and someday we'll sit down and do a podcast on all the crazy coincidences, uh, quote unquote coincidences that you and I have, you know, to come together and form this perfect union, in my opinion. But um, you know, the miracles that took place were small. You know, you wouldn't even know that they were happening, but just you know, things like you getting the urge, the feel to come back to America from Canada. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, you had no idea what you were coming back to, but it was almost immediate when you did come back. And, you know, sometimes miracles aren't these great, huge, supernatural things. They're small chess pieces being moved. And you just got to count it. It's the old saying, you know, count it all joy. 
you know, when things are going through, if you're going through a trial, you know, mm-hmm. that season will end eventually, you know, mm-hmm. it will end. And it's real easy to sit here on this, you know, beautiful beach in this perfect sky and, you know, beautiful wife and, and just think, you know, it's, it's, it's always been this good, but the truth is it hasn't, you know, right. yeah. and you got to remember that seasons pass, you know, mm-hmm. and I remember just, you know, feeling so alone and so sad, you know, yeah. and honestly, it's, it's hard to remember sometimes because I'm so happy, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, we've talked about that a lot today, mm-hmm. just reflecting on our year. Yeah, I love that. First of all, do you love my big sun hat? I love your big sun hat. I love how <laughs> the wind catches it and I'm constantly chasing it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it so much. It's the one you got me in South Carolina and Charleston. But do you realize we've been to Canada, Cancun, Charleston, and of course the beach a couple times and Disney World. Yeah. But I just thought the three C's were cool. Yep. But anyway, um, you know, I just think that it is crazy. We've talked about this a lot is how... You know, it has multiplied this year. Like it has, it has felt like 20 years, 10, 20 years in one year um, where I was so worried, you know, that when I started thinking about getting married to, again, when praying for it, it was like, I just don't want to have to go through all the things, you know, like meeting someone and like actually having to talk to them <laughs> and be like, you know you're not it for me, you know, it's just like, I just didn't want to do all that. And then like, how would I ever know somebody and how, how would someone ever know me, you know? And to know that it was just like, we met and And, we're engaged and everything. And within three weeks, like we, you know, we were married and knew that we knew that we knew. And, and it's just like, I did a post today and I just said, I'm, I'm, this is the most confident I've ever been just confident in the restoration of God, confident in, that, you know, just redemption really happens and that, you know, double portion was gifted. And I feel like confident in a thriving, successful marriage that feels so home. I can't even explain it. I think part of the reason it feels so, so good and so perfect is that, you know, you and I didn't ask for to be widowed yes. in our thirties. Yeah. Neither one of us asked for that. You know, and we meet lots of people who different situations, no one's to blame, but they're like, you know, they're like, oh, I divorced and glad I did, you know, and yeah. you don't know their situation and they, they, they want to relate. It's like, this is different, yeah. you know, uh, because you and I, we were searching for someone to meet a very high bar, Yes. you know, mm-hmm. and, um, the, the feeling of, oh, will I ever meet that person? Will I ever be as close to someone? Will I ever have the joy that I had before? You know, it kind it seems insurmountable. Like the only thing that way it's going to get accomplished is if God does it, yes. you know, and when you say that, you, every time you say, you know, I prayed for you, I prayed for you, and all your friends are like, he's the man we prayed for. It yeah. means means a tremendous amount to me. Well, you're welcome. I was worth praying for. <laughs> I mean, but for real, it's like, I think that, you know, widowed is definitely different than divorce, but I think that no matter where you're at in a season of loss is that God restores and God redeems. And I think, um, you know, just just to kind of and to and to kind of just talk about the elephant in the room you know people probably wonder oh well, you know you you loved someone before and they died it wasn't like you chose to not be with them you know how does that feel going into a new marriage and and all I can say is there's no explanation for it but our brains are tremendous creations <laughs> and they are built to survive they're built to push through 
Um, and so I really feel like, um, you know, as we've moved on is, is that Floyd and Jen aren't gone. They're not just like, Oh, who are they? You know, it doesn't feel like that, but it just truly feels like a different chapter in a different life. And that I'm so thankful for them, for both of them. I'm thankful for Jen for so many reasons for, um, being married to him and training him very well. (laughs) Easy there. And thankful to her for birthing these babies that I now call mine, you know, so thankful to her and so humbled at the huge honor of kind of, you know, getting sort of to live life with her in in a, in a really strange way. And, you know, just thankful to, to Floyd for, you know, kind of pushing you, pushing me, he pushed you, Yeah. you know, and made you into the woman you are right now. You know, you would have never, never achieved everything you have in business Mm -hmm. had not been for Floyd, you know? I mean, you might have, but yeah, he really but, gave you a good, good motivation to move forward. Yes, and that's so true. He did, and I think just like you know, um, they don't, they don't go away. It just changes, and so you know, when we're professing our love for each other and all those things, it doesn't discount the ones that were before. I think it inca- it incounts them. <laughs> It embraces them and says, look what you've done. And we laugh all the time. We're like, we wonder if they like, are just like, yeah, like, look what we did. Um, Because we also lived five minutes from each other, which is, which is, you know, coincidence. I don't know. Kind of crazy. So um, we're just so thankful though. And the year just has felt like forever in the best way possible. Um, And, and just to see our kids, you know, learning and growing and, and even through tough times and conflict, we've just seen the, that bring the bond closer and, and just to see um, all the opportunities ahead for them is exciting. And, of course, a new baby coming and just being really excited for that. Um, and all the things. And so, yeah, so we're just on a quick getaway to to Cancun for our anniversary and, and to kind of revisit our yearly goals um, and to sort of start to do that. So do you want to tell them how we, why and how we did this yeah absolutely so we Lita and I both are huge goal-oriented people and I've been that way my whole life and I found myself in a season where I did not I legitimately had no goals my goals was to wake up in the morning you know and um, just you know had that that's tremendous sorrow and grief going on and it started feeling weird you know as she and I met and kind of reignited each other's fires for life and you know, I had started having goals and she had goals and we would sit down and just talk about what we wanted to see happen for our life in the, in the coming months and years. And lo and behold, everything that we talked about, uh, it would be one year ago tomorrow that we had our big talk sitting yeah. in the, we call it the tree house, the place where we went. And uh, we set out and laid out what we wanted this year to look like, and we manifested exactly what we wanted. We didn't know 2020 was going to happen and all the COVID stuff, but it really didn't affect. It actually played right into our hands in a lot of ways with our family being blended and close together. And um, we've talked about manifestation before and just kind of putting it out there and and focusing on what you want. Uh, You always say what you focus on expands. And so having written goals, having personal goals, financial goals, health goals, all the goals, family goals is so important because what you focus on expands. And so that's what we're doing here in, in God's creation right here, looking at these blue waves, blue sky, and perfect conditions. And we're, we're forecasting our next year and what we want, what we want for our family, what we want for each individual child and, um, what we want for everybody, you know, and just, uh, focusing on that and yeah. going to make it happen. Yeah. 
And I think too, like to go on what you focus on expands is, is really training your mind. And I've had to do a lot of work on that. Um, it's just training your mind that when you're, you're pulled to think negative, when, you know, when the kids are maybe in like having a hard time or something and it's like, Oh my gosh, this is never going to get better. It's always going to be this way is to remind yourself that's not true. (laughs) It's 1 million percent not true. I'm a walking, living and breathing testimony that what you think will happen sometimes doesn't and you will make it out. Okay. And you will survive and you can go to a place of thriving if you choose. And so, you know, really focusing on what you want instead of what you don't want makes a big difference. So instead of focusing on, you know, what you don't have, I don't have any friends. I don't have a spouse. I don't have, you know, the, the family I want. Really start focusing on what you do have and how you want to bring that into your life. And I really believe that that's powerful. I also believe that this time of year is a great time to write out your fear story. Uh, anything that tells you why you can't in your mind, anything that tells you why you can't reach that goal or why you can't meet that person or why you can't have friends um, and writing out a list of why you think that's true and then burning it, ripping it up, throwing it in the trash, putting it in the ocean. I don't know. That might not be, that might be like littering. It's littering, yeah. <laughs> it's literally, liter- literally littering. <laughs> With literacy. <laughs> okay, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> But for real, like doing something with that fear story and then writing out the opposite, writing what you want to happen and then reading that every day and just kind of checking in and being like, okay, this is what I want to do. Um, and this is what I want to focus on. And so if you went into our office, I have a whiteboard there and across the top of it just says, what am I focusing on? And just helps us to remind us, you know, what am I focusing? Am I focusing on the negative right now? Or am I focusing on the positive? And we can get really trapped, especially during COVID in your house, doing the same old stuff every single day that we get trapped into this negative brain space, negative mind space. And so it's just a really powerful thing to, to use, to really start thinking about those things um, and really paying attention to what you're focusing on. So we really love doing that. And we've seen, well, absolutely every single thing we said has come true (laughs) from last year. And so just knowing that we just hope that gives you guys a little bit of hope. So Today's episode is short and sweet and to the point, but maybe just something as we get close to the new year to start thinking about. Yep. So from us to you, (laughs) Have have a Merry Christmas and a very happy new year. We'll talk to you soon.